Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going down, everybody? Welcome back to the station. This is Destination Debbie, and I'm your boy, Ray G. You can find me on Twitter, at RayGQ. And we are here. The NFL season is back. Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers kick off tonight, September the 9th, in Tampa Bay, defending champs. Y'all know your boy's down here in Texas, so in my heart of hearts, I'm pulling for Dallas, but it's probably not going to end well for my Cowboys, but as we approach this 2020 2021 NFL season, y'all know I was not about to go through the entire pre-draft process, hundreds of prospect profiles talking about all the 2021 prospects from the college football season to the NFL season, getting you through your rookie drafts, talking through you through training camps, and not giving you my top five players at each position before the NFL season kicks off. I've got to do that. Y'all know I'm going to have y'all covered. So let's get into it right after we drop the intro, baby. All right, so when we're looking at these rookies for 2021, I want you all to think about this from a dynasty perspective as well as a seasonal draft perspective. Uh, these, these five quarterbacks are ultra talented. We know that three of the five right now are going to start week one for their NFL franchises. And that's important. You want the guys who are going to be on the field immediately. And while some players may be better for their NFL team opposed to our fantasy teams, this is, this is looking at it from a fantasy scoring perspective. Which one of these quarterbacks do I believe is going to be the best fantasy scorer? That's all it is. It has nothing to do about what I think about them for the NFL or how they're actually going to perform and lead their team to wins and losses. So starting at number five, and I know a lot of people are not going to like this. And let me preface this by saying, I think that this quarterback has one of the highest ceilings of all five quarterbacks in this rookie class. But the issue is, he's not going to start right away. And I don't know, I don't think anybody confidently knows when he's going to get on the field. They've got a proven veteran in front of them, and it seems like the San Francisco 49ers want to give Jimmy Garoppolo every opportunity to at least sustain the job for the time being. So for 2021 and 2021 alone, my number five quarterback, this does not mean you draft him fifth overall in Dynasty. This does not mean that Ray G does not like Trey Lance, but scoring fantasy points in 2021, I've got Trey Lance fifth. Trey Lance is the backup to Jimmy Garoppolo. We know they have a ton of weapons. Brandon Ayuk, 
George Kittle, Debo Samuel. They drafted Trey Sermon, who we'll talk about when we get to the running back section. But we don't know when Trey Lance is going to get on the field. And Lance, while he had his moments and flashes of brilliance in preseason, he also showed that there's still a little bit of growth that he needs to develop, as do all the quarterbacks. But of all five quarterbacks, this is the one where right now, I have a tough time projecting when he's actually going to get on the field. And if you told me today that Trey Lance is going to start week two of the NFL season, I'd jump him all the way up to the top. Trey Lance would be at the top of the board. But right now, everything that I'm reading, everything that I'm hearing, we don't know when he's going to get on the field. And I do think that there's a world in which Kyle Shanahan, as long as Jimmy Garoppolo isn't royally screwing up the San Francisco 49ers, He'll probably maintain that job for as long as he can. It's going to be up to Jimmy Garoppolo for, you know, when is Trey Lance going to get on the field? That's all dependent on Jimmy G and how he performs on the field. I don't think he's a terrible quarterback. I would love to see Trey Lance start from the jump, but Jimmy G is the starter. And in a 17-game season, there's a ton of stuff that can happen. But for 2021 and 2021 alone, I have him at number five. Now, in Dynasty, he's still a top three quarterback option from this 2021 class for me. I still have Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields there, along with Trey Lance at the top. In Dynasty overall, we're just talking this season in 2021. I think he's the fifth point scorer out of all of these quarterbacks. Now, at number four, I do have the aforementioned Mac Jones. Cam Newton was released. We know that Mac Jones is starting for New England. I actually think he's got a really good case, and the odds makers and the bookmakers uh, across various sports picks also believe he's got a really good case to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. I've got him fourth. Mac Jones isn't going to offer you anything substantial with his legs. He's also not going to wreck you. Uh, I think he can move around the pocket enough. Maybe he rushes for 62 yards on the season. I don't know. We know that his legs are not a weapon, but what he does do is get the ball out accurately. New England paid a lot of money to upgrade their pass catchers this, this past offseason. John o. Smith, Hunter Henry, they bring in Nelson Aguilar to stretch the field, the emergence of Jacoby Myers, and then they still have James White to handle some of those pass catching duties out of the backfield. Mac Jones is starting from week one, and that's why I give him the edge. I know he does not offer you the high-end upside of a Lance, of a Fields, of a Lawrence, because those three quarterbacks can make stuff happen with their legs. But getting the ball out accurately, pushing the ball downfield, we saw Mac Jones do that at Alabama, and we also saw during this preseason, he wants to take his shots deep. I think there's a world in which Mac Jones has a fantastic rookie season, leads the Patriots to 10 wins, gets him a wild card berth, wins Offensive Rookie of the Year, and he's still the fourth leading scorer at the position. Safe, safe quarterback. High-end QB2 ceiling, low-end QB1 type ceiling. I can see him maybe hitting that quarterback one, top 12 quarterback in fantasy football a couple of years out of his career. But in 2021, I do have him lower than uh, then Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields, and we'll get into those reasons why. But the only reason I have him ahead of Trey Lance is because I know that barring injury, Mac Jones is starting week one to week 18, and we just don't know when Trey Lance is going to get on the field. So at number four, I've got Mac Jones. At three, I do have Justin Fields, and I think his pathway to relevance is a tad bit clearer than, than Trey Lance. Chicago Bears... I can't believe they were as good as they were last year, but Andy Dalton is definitively not good. And, Tre and Justin Fields throughout the preseason continued to show why he probably should have been the second quarterback taken. 
his ability to make plays with his legs. We saw the velocity on those throws, the playmaking ability, his ability to win when the X's and O's breaks down. I do think Justin Fields takes over before week four, whereas with Trey Lance, I just don't know. I just do not know, and I'm sorry if that pisses people off, but I do think week one versus the Rams, it could get ugly for Chicago and Andy Dalton, and I wouldn't even be shocked if in the first game versus the Rams, we see the Chicago Bears and Matt Nagy yank Andy Dalton if he performs poorly, throw in Justin Fields, and then that's his job from now until the end of the season. So for me, Justin Fields, my third-rated quarterback for the 2021 season, top two dynasty option out of this class, in my opinion. At number two, I've got Zach Wilson. The Jets' defense stinks. Zach Wilson, too, is starting from week one. He can sling it. The arm talent pushing the ball downfield, off-platform throws. We saw in that second preseason game versus Green Bay just how talented Zach Wilson is. I think he's going to be in an opportunity to throw for a lot of yards, a lot of touchdowns as a rookie. And Wilson, unlike Matt Jones, is a little more mobile. I think he can give you a little something with his legs, getting the goal line, you know, the play action, naked boot with the quarterback, rushing a couple of touchdowns. He's got some mobility. Zach Wilson can move. He's an athletic quarterback, big arm quarterback. So because of that, I think for the 2021 season, the fact that he's starting all the games barring injury, you've got to have him over Fields. You've got to have him over Lance. And, of course, I'm having him over Mac Jones. So for the 2021 season, I've got Zach Wilson as my second-rated quarterback, which leaves number one, no surprise, T-Law, Trevor Lawrence. Jaguars are going to be bad defensively. T-Law is the starting quarterback for that team. He's got a ton of offensive weapons, although we lost Travis Etienne for the season. Got a player like LaVisca Chenault you can throw a screen pass to, and those count as passing yards and touchdowns as well for the quarterback. Get Visca involved in the short area game. You've got DJ Chark and Marvin Jones stretching the field, commanding those targets down the field. And Trevor Lawrence can run the ball. We saw him versus Dallas pinpoint accuracy, pulling the ball down, running with his legs. I mean, he's got very, very good athlete, very, very good speed for, for Trevor Lawrence. And I'm a little concerned about the running backs because when they get down the goal line, I wouldn't be surprised to see Urban Meyer do some RPOs, some zone reads, some quarterback powers where Trevor Lawrence can have three, four rushing touchdowns on the season. Defense is bad. They're going to be behind. They're going to lean on the quarterback. So for in 2021, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Matt Jones, and Trey Lance, my top five scorers at the quarterback position. Now let's move to running back where things should be crystal clear at the top, but let's work our way from five to one. And I want to talk about, uh, we'll do the honorable mention later. I'll do, we'll do the honorable mention later. But at number five, I have Ramondre Stevenson, the running back from the New England Patriots right now, listed second or third on the depth chart. But we know that the New England Patriots deploy a platoon of running backs. We always see it. There, there's never, they haven't had a strict bell cow since Corey Dillon was there. You know, Steven Jackson, LeGarrette Blunt. We see a combination of all these different running backs in the backfield. Rex Burkhead, Sony Michelle, James White. I do think Ramondre Stevenson is going to carve out a role on that offense. He's going to carve out a, a, some, some, some prominent carries for himself. You know, he played great during the preseason five touchdowns broken tackles showing long speed footwork agility I think he and Damian Harris are going to make an excellent one-two combination and it may come a little slow right it may not pop out of the gates and he just be all you know just this all-world running back right away but I think by mid-season he's going to have a pretty pretty defined role on that offense and I'm betting on Ramondre Stevenson somebody who I was not high on 
during the pre-draft process to come out and finish as the fifth scorer at the running back position for rookies in 2021. At number four, Michael Carter. And I know the Jets running back by committee, right? Ty Johnson, LaMichael P. Ryan, Tevin Coleman, Michael Carter listed third on the depth chart, fourth on the depth chart right now. A lot of veteran preference being given in week one, and I, that's okay. That's okay. Michael Carter showed what he can do throughout training camp. We saw the positivity glowing about his burst. He brings something different to that offense. And again, much like Zach Wilson, the Jets are not going to be a good defensive team, which is going to put their offense on the field more in positions to score. Zach Wilson, whether that's throwing the ball to Michael Carter out of the backfield or him just taking handoffs out of the backfield single back formation. I think in 2021, Michael Carter, your fourth highest scoring rookie running back, somebody that I'd be actually quite interested in trying to acquire. He and uh, Ramondre Stevenson for the low, if you can get him before the season starts, grab you a little bit of Michael Carter. Now, at number three, I'm going to church. I'm taking you to church, and we're going to listen to a sermon because I think Trey Sermon is going to be the third scoring, third highest scoring rookie running back from this class. He's going to be in this one-two combination, one-two tandem with Raheem Mostert. Trey Sermon, good offense. Trey Lance takes over at some point. The Alfred Morris corollary coined by my man Matt Kelly, the podfather himself. When you've got a dual threat mobile quarterback, it opens up things for the running back. But even without him, he's going to have a role in this offense from day one, whether that's 8-9 carries, whether it's 13-14 carries for Trey Sermon. He's going to be on the field. We saw some of that juice and explosiveness in the preseason. Trey Sermon, my RB3 in the 2021 class for the 2021 season. Top two guys should not come as a surprise to anybody at number two, Javonta Williams. He's going to play. He's going to be explosive. He's going to be powerful. He's going to do exactly what he did at North Carolina in, con in conjunction in tandem with Melvin Gordon until they probably realize that Javonta Williams is just a better option, at which point he may just take over that backfield entirely. We may see Melvin Gordon moved. Don't know. That's why we're predicting it right now. But I think we can all confidently say Javonta Williams, a top two option from this rookie class with Najee Harris being the top dog. I think he's a candidate to lead the league in touches from the running back position more than Derrick Henry, Zeke Elliott, Alvin Kamara. They are going to lean on Najee Harris like no other. You talk about Le'Veon Bell and the type of work that he got with Ben Roethlisberger. Najee's going to get that same level of treatment. We saw him split out wide in the slot, motioning to the backfield, toss sweeps, runs up the middle. Najee Harris is going to be a volume monster for the Pittsburgh Steelers this season, and he's going to be the number one scoring rookie running back. No Travis Etienne. He's done for the season, but he should come back next year healthy. Hopefully he gets that foot under control, but honestly, it's Najee Harris at the top, followed by Javonta Williams, Trey Sermon, Michael Carter, Ramondre Stevenson, and sleeper pick. I'm going to talk about this guy later with my man Kyle Yates on the Fantasy Pros Dynasty Podcast. Chris Evans out of Cincinnati. Talked about him a lot. Really liked the rusher out of Michigan. There's a lot of reports that he's the best cap pass catching running back on the Bengals. Chris Evans, a sleeper pick who may crack his way into this top five if something were to happen to Joe Mixon. Knock on wood. We never hope for injuries. But I just want to mention Chris Evans as an honorable mention. Go get Chris Evans in Dynasty. Now let's round out with the wide receivers. I, I'm not going, I'm going to lump some of the tight ends or one of the tight ends in this equation with these pass catchers. So we're just saying rookie pass catchers because we know 
Kyle Pitch is going to be the number one scoring tight end from this rookie class. There's no point to really dive in to a long list of tight ends when it's going to be Kyle Pitts. I like Hunter Long. I like Pat Fryermuth, but they're not going to have more receptions yards than Kyle Pitts in 2021. So at number five, I have New York Jets wide receiver Elijah Moore at number five. I think he's going to be the fifth highest scoring rookie wide receiver. He's already starting in the slot, starting with uh, Corey Davis, who I do believe is going to lead that team in targets and receptions. They paid him a lot of money, but Elijah Moore just looked lethal the entire the entire training camp. We didn't get to see him in the preseason much, but we know he's starting. Rapport with the rookie quarterback. Jets, bad defense, offense in position to throw the ball to try to keep, keep up. The AFC East is a juggernaut of a division. They're going to have to chunk the ball around the field, and Elijah Moore is extremely extremely talented wide receiver so I like him at number five this season for the rookie pass catchers at number four I do have the aforementioned Kyle Pitts I think he might break the record for most receiving yards by a rookie tight end we saw just a tiny bit of Kyle Pitts in the preseason but he catches that pass versus the Browns and you see what I've been talking about for the past two and a half years the size the speed the explosiveness how they're going to utilize him in Atlanta it's just going to be really, really fun. I think he's poised for 900, maybe even 1,100-yard season. I've got him between 900 1,100 receiving yards, which would be insane for a rookie tight end slash wide receiver to do that. Kyle Pitts is going to light it up with Matt Ryan, no Julio Jones. It's Calvin Ridley. It's Kyle Pitts. Calvin and Kyle, they're going to score a lot of fantasy points and at this point, there is no acquiring Kyle Pitts. He's too expensive, and then probably after week one, after he drops 100 yards in his first career game, he's probably going to be unobtainable. Already valued as the dynasty tight end one. I've got Kyle Pitts as my fourth leading pass catcher from this 2021 class. At number three, I know a lot of people are concerned, but Jamar Chase is still going to do his thing. He is going to be fed targets. He is going to be put in position to succeed. I am not overly concerned about the drops. I just saw something before I started recording this about Jamar Chase saying that the NFL ball is harder to catch because it doesn't have the white stripes on it that the NCAA ball has. Not what you really, really want to hear out of your top five wide receiver that the ball is hard to catch because you can't see the stripes. Get it under control, Jamar Chase, and show the world why you were such a phenomenal, sensational sophomore helping lead your LSU national title, LSU Tigers to a 2019 national championship. Listen, the Bengals, much like the Jets, defense is not good. Offense is going to have to throw the ball to win. Joe Burrow, the rapport, the connection, the high draft capital. I still think that Jamar Chase is going to be very, very productive this season, but I do not have him as my top wide receiver for the 2021 season from these rookies. At number two, might shock you a little bit, but if you've been paying attention to the to the preseason and watching how the Dolphins utilize Jalen Waddle and what they want to do, he may lead that team in all receiving categories. Yards, receptions, targets. The, the, the second preseason game, three of Tua's first four passes went to Jalen Waddle. Smoke screen, dig route, comeback route. Jalen Waddle's speed, explosiveness, Big play threat waiting to happen. I said two years ago, Jalen Waddle is the closest thing to Tyreek Hill that we have seen coming to the NFL and his level of juice, explosiveness, his home run ability. I think Jalen Waddle is in for a big season and much like Zach Wilson, much like Mac Jones, the AFC East, Dolphins, Bills, uh, the, the Jets and the, and, and, and the, the Patriots, they're going to have to throw the ball. 
Jalen Waddle, the rapport and the connection with his collegiate quarterback, the fact that they want to get this guy, the number six overall pick, the ball, and his ability to take a two-yard hitch route 80 yards to the house every time. I'm loving Jalen Waddle for 2021. Dynasty, I still have Chase higher. I still have uh, Devonta Smith higher. But for the 2021 season, Will Fuller missing the first game. Devontae Parker, we don't know. Jakeem Grant. Listen, Jalen Waddle's going to be peppered with targets, have every opportunity to smash in 2021. Get you some Jalen Waddle. But the top dog, the top wide receiver for the 2021 NFL season from the 2021 NFL draft class is the Slim Reaper, the reigning Heisman Trophy winter, Devontae Smith, the number one wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles, the number one wide receiver target for Jalen Hurts. The offensive line has improved. Jalen Hurts has worked his tail off. I think he's going to play very well this season. They get the Atlanta Falcons week one. Devonta Smith versus A.J. Terrell is going to be fun, but I believe Slim Reaper, Smitty, Devonta Smith, is going to lead all rookie pass catchers in receiving yards and fantasy points this season. Devonta Smith is going to be the primary option for Hurts. They are going to do everything in their power to scheme this kid open. You've got Rager, you've got Quez Watkins, Devonta Smith, Dallas Goddard. This could be a very fun and explosive offense. Again, offensive line is close to full strength of the, as they've had in a year and a half. This is going to be fun. And yes, Devonta Smith, my number one wide receiver for the 2021 season from these rookies. So number five, Elijah Moore, four, Kyle Pitts, three, Jamar Chase, two, Jalen Waddle, and number one, uh, Devontae Smith with honorable mention, Rondell Moore. Rondell Moore is going to score fantasy points in a variety of ways, just not as a pass catcher, but also as a rusher. I think you can depend on Rondell Moore, 25, 30 carries on the season. No proven running backs with Chase Edmonds and James Conner. We saw in the preseason versus the Cowboys, they want to get him the ball. Short area quickness, yak monster, potentially the number two wide receiver behind New Hopkins. Wouldn't shock me at all if Rondell Moore is a top three scorer at the position this season. But for right now, I'm putting my claim on those five with Rondell Moore right on the outside bubble looking in. So there it is. It's on wax. My top five rookie scores for the 2021 season. Well, it'll be fun to look at this throughout the season and as we're loading up for the 2022 class, coming back to check this out. But before the NFL kicks off tonight, I had to give it to you. I had to keep it real. Man of my word, love scouting the prospects, love talking dynasty, fantasy football with you all, and I hope you appreciate the content. If you do, smash the subscribe button, like it, stay tapped in, and until next time, we'll be out of here. Have a great fantasy season. Good luck. And I'll be back later this week, next week, with the Rookie Report College Football Breakdown this past, this coming Saturday. Tons of content here on Destination Devi, here on the Ray GQ YouTube channel. Tell all your friends about it. We out of this thing. Peace.